Good morning and praise Jesus Christ. My name is Eliakim Nyandiko and I want to welcome you to this morning's devotion. Before we begin, may we pray together. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Father, for giving us, O oh God, this morning. We give you all the glory and all the honor. You protected each and every one of us. We pray, Father, that you cleanse us by your blood, O oh Jesus. Wash us, O oh God, by your blood, blood which was shed on Calvary. Your name be exalted and be lifted on high this day. Even as we share, Lord, minister to each and every one of us by your Holy Spirit. For in Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. Welcome. Uh, I would like us to share uh, this morning uh, in this devotion the word of God before we pray together. And uh, the title of the sharing for this day uh, is what I've given the title, Approaching God's Throne of Grace with Confidence. Approaching God's Throne of Grace with Confidence. And uh, I would like us to read from the Word of God in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Then we will read the book of First Kings chapter 2. Uh, verse 13 to 18, and also verse 22 to 25. And then we will also quote a few scriptures as we go on. So our title is Approaching God's Throne of Grace with Confidence. So let's read together from the book of Hebrews 4, 16. It says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I will read also quickly from the book of uh, First Kings, chapter 2, verse 13. Um, and it's uh, verse 13 to 18, then we will jump to verse 22 and 25. So I read it. Now Adonijah, the son of Haggith, went to Bathsheba, uh, Solomon's mother. Uh, Bathsheba asked him, do you come peacefully he answered yes peacefully then he added i have something to say to you uh you may say it she replied as you know he said the kingdom was mine all israel looked to me as their king but things changed and the kingdom has gone to my brother for it has come to him from the lord now i have one request to make uh, of you do not refuse me you may make it, she uh, said, verse 17. Uh, so he continued, please ask King Solomon, he will not refuse you to give me Abishag the Shunammite as my wife. Uh, very well, but Sheba replied, I will speak to the king for you. Uh, I would like us to jump uh, to verse 22. Uh, king Solomon answered his mother, why do you request Abishag the Shunammite wife for Adonijah? You might as well request the kingdom for him. After all, he is my older brother. Yes, for him and for Abiata the priest and Joab's son of uh, Zeruiah. Then King Solomon swore by the Lord, may God deal with me, be it so severely, if Adonijah does not pay with his life for this request. 
And now, as surely as the Lord lives, he who has established me securely on the throne of my father David and has founded a dynasty for me, as he promised, Adonijah shall be put to death today. So King Solomon gave orders to Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, and he struck down Adonijah, and he died. Praise the Lord. So I wanted us quickly to look at... Um, approaching God's throne of grace uh, with confidence. So I wanted just maybe, I know we all know this, but it is good to remind ourselves that grace is unmerited favor. It is that thing that we receive uh, without really uh, doing something for it. So the grace that we get is that Jesus Christ died. And so we receive salvation by grace. We do not work for it, but we receive it uh, as a favor from God without doing anything. Uh, it is the unmerited favor of God that is extended to us. And mercy is um, uh, not getting uh, what we deserve, uh, so to speak. So especially when it is related to judgment. So as we know, uh, and it is written in the book of Romans 6.23, that the wages of sin is death, uh, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So being sinners, we deserve to die, but because of the mercies of God, uh, we instead get eternal life. So we deserved death, uh, but because of the mercies of God, we end up getting eternal life. We do not get the death that we deserve because of our sins. So that now uh, shows mercy. And finally, when we talk about throne, uh, we see even as we read uh, in the book of First King, First uh, King, Kings chapter two, verse thirteen, all the way to verse twenty-five. Thrones uh, were there for people who are in authority. So it showed uh, the authority. So when we talk here uh, of the throne, it is showing God's sovereignty, the fact that God reigns. So we can uh, go to God in confidence uh, and receive uh, mercy, uh, but we can go to God in confidence we can go to god in confidence and uh, this is uh, very interesting and so when we read this uh, this particular portion of the scripture uh, we see that we therefore let us go to god in confidence let us go to god in confidence let us go to our god in confidence and um uh, the reason why we can go to God in confidence is because of the grace and the fact that Jesus Christ died, Jesus Christ, and I went through the very things that we go through, and he feels with us. He's a high priest. If you read um, verse 14 of the same, is that we do not have a high priest who does not empathize with our situations because he underwent the same things that we go through. So God here is uh, the Bible here in the book of Hebrews 4:16 is telling us that we can go to God in confidence. We can go to God uh, uh, we can approach God's throne uh, of grace with confidence that we will receive mercy because of what Jesus Christ has already done. So um 
I, I wanted us to say that uh, uh, our confidence when we approach this throne of God uh, is drawn from the fact that Jesus Christ, who is the high priest, uh, already has gone uh, into this place, the Holy of Holies, through his own blood. Jesus Christ, if you read the book of Hebrews 9, 12, it says, he did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. So it is, we cannot approach this throne uh, out of our own, but through Jesus Christ. In fact, if you read also in the book of First Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, uh, it says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. So we see that we cannot approach it just on our own carelessly, uh, but we can only go through the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of what Jesus Christ did, that gives us the ability to approach the throne of God. And so um, we see, if you read the Old Testament, uh, mostly in the book of Exodus chapter 25, uh, it shows us the pattern of the tabernacle, which was uh, built. And one of the things that we see, if you read uh, verse 25, uh, chapter 25, verse 17, all the way to verse 22, it talks about, how the temple was, and here he talks mostly about the seat of mercy. And this seat of mercy, this is where the blood was sprinkled. And when the high priest would normally go into the Holy of Holies, he had to offer the blood first for himself, then for the people. And it is what now Hebrews 9, 12 is telling us that uh, Jesus Christ being a high priest went into this Holy of Holies once and for all. And he went through his own blood to uh, obtain eternal redemption. And therefore, we do not need another to shed the bloods of goats and bulls and calves, but we go to God through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross when he died. When Jesus died, he already open the door for us, as we have also been taught in the book of Ephesians, whereby the curtain was torn. And so Jesus Christ opened that way for us to access this throne uh, of grace uh, because of the work that Jesus Christ did. Uh, and therefore, that now moves me to the second point that I wanted us to discuss. Uh, so the first one we have discussed is how can we approach this throne of grace? and obtain mercy, and I've said, it is only through the blood of Jesus Christ. It is only through the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross. So we cannot go in any other way. There is no any other way. So when we pray, we must always be conscious of the fact that our prayers must be through Jesus Christ, who did this work. And in fact, we can say that this mercy seat represents uh, Jesus Christ himself uh, being the one who died on our behalf. So instead of us dying, Jesus Christ died for us. So Jesus himself uh, bringing us into this particular, obtaining this mercy. So 
the other thing that I wanted therefore to us to look at is why then uh, sometimes do we find that we are not able to approach uh, this throne of grace with confidence? Because sometimes you find that there are people who are not confident when they are approaching this throne of grace. Why is it that sometimes some people uh, are not able to approach the throne of grace with confidence? Because the Bible is telling us here in uh, 4.16 of Hebrews, that uh, Hebrews 4.16, that let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So why then do, do people um, or do we sometimes find ourselves uh, not able to approach this throne with confidence? So I wanted us to look at two critical points. And number one is the fact that uh, we cannot approach it uh, by our own strength, but only through the blood of Jesus. And therefore, uh, you might find that if someone does not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, if one has not welcomed Jesus Christ to be his Lord and Savior, then he cannot approach God with confidence because he does not know, he or she does not know the way. And the only way, as it is, as I read in the book of 1 Timothy 2 and 5, is that for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. And so you will find that if you have not received Jesus Christ, who is the mediator between God and man, there is only one mediator, no any other mediator. And therefore, if sometimes you are not very sure whether your prayers are being heard, or not, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you cannot be sure because you do not have the mediator, the one who mediates between man and God. And that is the man, Jesus Christ, as the Bible records. So you need therefore to receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, and that will open the door for you to approach God with confidence. You cannot approach God with confidence if you have not received the way who is Jesus Christ. If you have not received the mediator between man and God, and that is the man, Jesus Christ. So the first step is that many times when you have not been saved, you are not sure whether God hears your prayers, whether you can approach him or not. And so I would like to welcome you today that you can approach this throne with confidence only if you have received the one who went into the holy of holies the one who shed his blood that blood that gives us the opportunity to get saved that blood of the new covenant that we can come into a covenant relationship with god through the blood of jesus christ and it is that blood which we read in verse in chapter 9 verse 12 of hebrews that we obtain eternal redemption through that blood so one of the reasons why people lack confidence is because they have not received jesus christ so they might be religious people you might be a religious person Yes, you have a religion, you have a denomination, but you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You need to welcome Jesus Christ into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, and you will get that direct route and have confidence 
in God the Father because it is through the work of Jesus Christ that we can approach that throne of grace. Number two, uh, we read some uh, in the book of First Kings chapter 2 from verse 13 to verse 25 about Adonijah. Now, Adonijah was the brother of King Solomon, and we know that before uh, David, who was king, died, Adonijah had tried to make himself to be the king. However, his plans were thwarted, so he did not have control of the kingdom when, um, uh, when uh, Solomon, who was anointed to become the king, uh, took charge. And so we, we see that uh, later, we see here Adonijah sometimes later approaching uh, the mother of Solomon, whose name was Bathsheba, to go and talk with Solomon. And so we see him asking Bathsheba to go and ask Solomon if he could take Abishag. We know Abishag had been given to David when he was old to take care of him, to make him warm because of his age and he was feeling cold and he would take care of David's needs. So he was David's wife in, in, in all purposes. Uh, uh, and so in those times and in those cultures, when a king died, then the son could take, uh, if, if the son went and took uh, Abishag, like in this case, then ideally, it was like he had inherited his father. And so he wanted somehow to overthrow the way he had wanted to declare himself the king. So we see here Solomon uh, having that wisdom of the king uh, that God had put in him, uh, declaring and seeing deep into the schemes of Adonijah. So Adonijah here, can we can talk of him representing the old man, you know, the old man that Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 talks about, is the old man that wants sometimes to manifest himself again. And so we know that uh, King David, um, King Solomon here, uh, who was the king, uh, we see that Adonijah lacked the confidence to approach the king. Why? Because he had hidden motives. He had hidden sins. So we can say that the second thing that can prevent us from approaching uh, this throne where the king sits on is hidden sins and hidden motives. And we see that Adonijah had these hidden motives, hidden sins. So when we have sins in our lives, uh, we feel shy sometimes to approach God we feel shy to approach God. So we see Adonijah here going through Bathsheba, who was the mother of Solomon, to go and mediate for him. While we see here that we have now that direct access through what Jesus Christ had done. So sometimes when you find yourself not wanting to approach uh, the throne with confidence, when you lack the confidence, check into your life. I need to check into my life whether I have some hidden sins. You know, there are some sins like pride. You will see here, I don't need just saying that, you know that the kingdom belong to me. It is like the old man, the flesh coming back to try and control your life. The flesh trying to come back and control my life. 
And so Adonijah here is saying, you know the kingdom belongs to me. And so we see it is like the old man trying to come back while the new has come. While Jesus Christ has come on the throne, then we see that the old man continuously trying to come back to control our lives. And he comes in a very secretive way. And the old man here is the sins, the things that we used to do before. And so we see here that uh, in a ma as much as Adonijah, you know, you can have pride. There are some sins which are secret. Nobody can just look at you and see uh, things like pride, things like hatred, things like jealousy. So sometimes in our lives, there could be those sins which are hidden and hidden motives in our lives. And therefore, those things can prevent us from directly approaching the king, from directly approaching the throne, because we have some sins which are hidden in our life. So when you find yourself lacking that confidence to approach God, to approach that throne of grace, then I need to examine my life. You need to examine your life to see if there is hidden sin, if there is hidden motive. And so because of time, I would like us very quickly just to see then what can we do then so that we regain this confidence to approach this throne of grace and mercy. And number one, I will quickly say that as we already read that, uh, as we already mentioned that you need to receive Jesus Christ if you've not received him. Some people just like Adonijah would like to approach God through other people, through other intermediaries. And so we see Adonijah here trying to approach God through Bathsheba instead of going to the king directly. So there are some people who would like want to approach Jesus through other ways. They want to approach God through other ways. But God has given us only one way. And that is the way that we read that uh, uh, in 1 Timothy uh, chapter, uh, chapter 2 verse 5, that for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. So there is no any other way but through Jesus Christ. So if you are not saved, you can call on Jesus Christ and then you will be able to approach God with confidence. You will not need to go through somebody to ask them to pray for you to God. You will have that direct access. And so you need to be saved, ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior and ask him to wash you with his blood and believe it in your heart and confess it with your mouth. And number two, uh, if you are saved and you find in your life, you no longer have that confidence to approach God. Then as I've mentioned, you need to check in your life. I need to check in your life if there are any hidden sins. Uh, and if we read in the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So God uh, will purify us. He will forgive us when we confess our sins. So when we find that we lack that confidence, when we pray, we lack that confidence, we are not sure whether God will really hear us or answer us, then we need to go back into our lives and ask God if we find, we ask the Holy Spirit to search us 
and see if there is any sin in our lives. And if we, once the Holy Spirit reveals it to us, we need to confess it, say, Lord, I have pride. Lord, I have bitterness. Lord, I have this particular sin. Confess it, mention it by name. And then uh, God is faithful and he is just and he will forgive us of these sins. And therefore, uh, uh, I wanted us to know that God desires that we approach him with confidence uh, and not our own con not confidence in ourselves, but through the work that Jesus Christ has done. I know many times in, in, in the age we are living in, we talk a lot of have self-belief in yourself, you know, have self-confidence. Yes, they are good, but the truth is that our confidence should be in the work that Jesus Christ has done. And so Jesus also said in John 14, 1, that believe in me and believe also in God. And so I know there is this aspect whereby we also join it, although as believers, and we talk of uh, believe in yourself, you know, have confidence in yourself. But God desires that our confidence comes through Jesus Christ and through the work that he did on Calvary, not through ourselves, but it is what God has done. It is what Jesus Christ did for us. So yes, confidence is good, but it should be confidence in the work that Jesus Christ has done. And that's why when we read in the book of Philippians, it says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It does not just leave it at saying, I can do all things. No, that is not complete. We have to say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so it is the same as confidence. It is the same as belief that should come through the work that Jesus Christ has done on Calvary. And so I would like us to pray today and go before God and that we may ask God to give us of any hidden sins in our lives. Uh, and that we are able to approach this throne of grace and mercy again uh, through the work that Jesus did. Uh, and therefore, that is what will give us the confidence and we can approach this. And if you have any issue, once you are confess your sins and purified, you can go back again and ask God confidently because you know that Jesus Christ has done it for you. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh Lord God, that you, O oh Lord, who is merciful, you, O oh Lord, who is full of mercy, full of grace, O oh God. We come before you, O oh Lord, this day, that, O oh Father, where we have not had that, O oh God, to come before you in confidence, O oh God, before your throne of grace in confidence, O oh Lord. We know, O oh Lord, that the things that can stop us, O oh God, is when we have not received Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior, O oh God. So, Lord, I pray for my listeners, O oh God, who are wondering how they can approach God, O oh Lord, in confidence. And because they are not saved, O oh Lord, they have not received Jesus Christ, who is the mediator between man and God, O oh Lord. I pray, O oh Father, that the listeners, O oh God, will receive Jesus Christ into their lives to be their Lord and Savior. Oh Lord, this is my prayer, oh God, that oh Father, there are people who are struggling, oh God, maybe through religion, oh God, 
through other ways, O God, and trying to reach God through their own ways. And also they have not, O God, made and succeeded in reaching what they have desired because they have not known the right route, the right path to follow. So, Lord, I pray today, O God, that they will receive you, O God. They will receive you, Jesus Christ, to be their Lord and Savior. O Lord, we pray for them. We pray for them, O God. We pray, O God, and for the people who are listening across the nation of Kenya that you will bring many unto salvation. They will know that there is no any other way to approach God except to the work that Jesus Christ did on Calvary, that through his blood, he has all obtained eternal redemption for those who trust and believe in him, O oh God. And Father, I want to pray, O oh God, and for ourselves and every believer, O oh God, that is listening to me, and they have lost their confidence, they have prayed for issues, O oh God, and they have not received answers, O oh God, due to one reason or another, O oh God. There have been delays, O oh God, and so they have lost their confidence, O oh God. And sometimes, O oh God, it could be because of that hidden sin, O oh God, in our lives, oh God, that sin that we've never even thought of, oh God, even that pride, oh God, that so hides deeply, oh God, even as Adonijah, the old man, the one who had wanted to take the kingdom, he came in pride saying that, you know, the kingdom belonged to me. Oh, Father, we pray against every spirit of pride because many times it hides, oh God, and oh Lord, even us without knowing that we are proud of Father. So Lord, forgive us of this sin of pride, oh God, that so easily beset us, that so easily hides, oh God, it is hidden, and we might not even realize that we are proud, oh God. We might not realize that we hate, oh God. We might not even realize that we are jealous, oh Father, that we are envious, oh God. There are some sins, Lord, that we might not even easily realize until the Holy Spirit reveals them to us, oh God. Father, this is my prayer, oh God, that the Holy Spirit will reveal the sins to us. Lord, forgive us of the sins of pride, the sins of hatred, the sins of tribalism, oh God, the sins, oh God, of jealousy, oh God, the sins of witchcraft, oh God, rebellion, disobedience, oh God, forgive us, oh God, because they so secretly hide in a way that we might not see them, oh God. Oh Lord, many times we see the sins that are committed in the flesh that we can see with the eyes like murder, like adultery, oh God, and fornication, but these minor sins, oh God, that we might call minor because there is no sin which is minor before you. Oh, Lord, those sins that so easily hide, oh God, without us realizing. Lord, we pray that you forgive us of these sins because, oh Lord, many times we lack confidence because of these hidden sins. Oh, Lord, we pray that you cleanse us, forgive us of our sins, oh God. Because your word says, oh God, that if we confess our sins, oh God, you are faithful and just, oh Lord, and you will forgive us of all our sins, oh God, and you will purify us, oh Lord, from all unrighteousness. So we give you all the praise, we give you all the glory, oh Father. We pray, Lord, that even as we begin this day, oh God, where we have lacked confidence when we are approaching your throne, Lord, restore it, oh God. Holy Spirit, uh, restore our confidence even as we approach the throne of God this day, that, oh Father, we will be restored and we will have confidence in you that you are the Lord God Almighty who answers our prayers. Answer the prayers of your children, oh God, this day and give us, oh God, a victorious day. We love you, we honor you, we worship you, and we adore you. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. If you would like to contact us, uh, our number, telephone number is uh, plus 254-747-704-861. 
please send us a text message. We will reach out to you and we welcome you to fellowship with us at Crisco City Church Kitisuru. God bless you and have a victorious day. Amen.